night, everybody. Great Sunday morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Harry Kamek with Down to Earth, and it's the Sunday morning edition in which we talk about faith and how important it is to have faith as a part of our lives. We all believe in something. I find that we tend to believe in something a lot bigger than ourselves and that having faith is a good thing. In fact, recent studies have shown that folks who have faith, respond better to crises, live longer, and as a matter of fact, are not as stressed out. So having faith is a good thing. So we're talking about the parallels between Stoicism and Christianity. So to set some background for you, we'll start that in the meantime. But in the meantime, uh, I wanted to uh, remind all of you, thank you so much for joining me, that our show, our podcast, is also available on blogtalkradio.com as well as Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and a variety of other podcast platforms. So download and subscribe so that we know what you're listening to and what you like. Thank you so very, very much. Greatly appreciate it, everybody. Thank you so much. So the parallels between Stoicism and Christianity. And by the way, just before I get started, I wanted to ask you guys, um, who watched uh, who watched uh, uh, football yesterday, college football? I took in a few games, very relaxing. I was doing laundry, you know how that is, right? Still have to do laundry, right? And it was very relaxing. I sat down and did laundry and had a cup of tea and had a slice of pizza and did my laundry and watched some college ball. I was so thrilled, <laughs> right? So I just wanted to say you're missing out. So today is the NFL. So uh, I'm encouraging everybody to relax, take a moment to chill, right? And to watch the, the NFL, right? and to uh, chill for just a second. We all need a chill pill, right? We all need to chill just a bit and chill and chill and chill. Uh, and then of course, after that, it was just time for bed, <laughs> right? Because I, I, couldn't, um, I, I couldn't do anything more. So the parallels between Stoicism and Christianity is, but first we have to explore what is Stoicism and what is Christianity? Right? So Stoicism is an ancient Greek philosophy formed in Athens, like much of what our Western civilization is based on. It's based on ancient Greek philosophy. Let's be clear about that, right? Uh, and Stoicism teaches that virtue, the highest good, is based on knowledge. That the wise can live in harmony with the divine reason that permeates nature. Christianity I'm not so sure if I'm a fan of Stoicism, but Christianity is based on the teachings of Jesus Christ of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And of course, Christianity teaches love, compassion, you know, charity and forgiveness, hope, and that it is only through faith and Jesus that you can achieve eternal salvation. So Stoicism ignores the whole eternal salvation part and just teaches that you can live in harmony with the divine because virtue is the highest good. And virtue is based on knowledge. And the rest of us are looking at each other like, there are a lot of serial killers with that virtue. 
There are a lot of serial killers with a lot of knowledge. There are a lot of pedophiles with a lot of knowledge, fat, a lot of good that has done us, right? Stoicism then appears as the polar opposite of Christianity, with Stoics relying solely on reason, logic, and knowledge to achieve inner peace. Isn't that the truth, though? You know, you know these fake people who will tell you that I am in such peace. I, and I'm not making a mockery of it. I'm just saying I am at such peace because I believe in reason and I believe in logic. And the rest of us are like, seriously? Christians, however, rely on Jesus's forgiveness of sins to achieve salvation for their souls. Some people believe that the two philosophies have more in common than meets the eye. I don't think so. I think if you're a stoicist, uh, stoics, you, if you're stoic, you, you tend to rely on reason and logic. Christianity teaches faith in Jesus. That's what Christianity is based on, the teachings of Jesus Christ. So Christianity teaches faith. So what, what I want to do, I want to draw the line between, because I want to show you how, how some of us arrive at this place where we determine that faith is not necessary to achieving inner peace and that faith is not necessary for us to live while having inner peace. Whereas Christianity is saying, well, first have faith in Jesus, believe, show love and compassion. Whereas Toys believe in reason and logic. Sometimes Toysism is what tells people that if you really try and work really hard enough, you are going to be good and you're going to achieve your dreams. And then people spend their whole lives trying and then get evicted, then lose a job and then everything falls apart. Whereas this is why you find people who are stoic tend to be what? They tend to be in academia. They tend to be intellectuals because that's where it works right? That's the only place that stoicism really can reside. You find that stoicism resides in people who are academics and resides in people who are scientists. They're protected by their world of reason and logic because that's where it's a safe space. But if you were, you never find them as entrepreneurs. You never find them as business people in the real world, living out real life scenarios. As for me, I might as well just tell you right now, you're going to find that I believe in Christianity more. I believe in having love for one another. I believe in having compassion. I believe in having faith. I believe in what is good. I believe that we should trust. But I also believe that you shouldn't kill me. You shouldn't hurt me. Stoicism, on the other hand, pretends that if, you, if people are reasonable and logic, so you can reason down a serial killer. You can reason to a pedophile. I, on the other hand, I'm like, that person don't have Jesus in them no matter what they say, so they need to go to jail for hurting that child or for killing that person. Do you see what I'm saying? Stoicism will tell you that if you, if you do good things, then good things will come to you. I have found that people have done good things and still end up on the street. Yesterday in the morning, one of, it's one of these things that happened that you didn't expect. I thought Saturday morning was just going to be a morning when I would get a chance to stay home, right? And I would get a chance to just chill at least for the early hours of the day. Didn't work that way. My daughter called me to say her car was having issues. So I had to drive to where she was. Well, on my drive there, I saw a person on the street begging. And I remember 
that a couple of times I've driven by that location and I've reminded myself that I need to keep singles so that I can give. And I'm sitting there and I'm wondering, should I give? Because sometimes you evaluate, should I or shouldn't I? And just at the point where I thought I shouldn't, somebody else gave. And I looked some more to perceive what the situation was. Then I understood. She's on the corner because she lives in a shelter. During the day, they can't stay at the shelter no matter how cold it is. They have to walk around. So they need money to go buy food because if they get a social security emolument, this is why when you hear politicians saying they're gonna take money out of social security, they're stoic, they're not Christian because they're using reason and logic to make outcomes and determine outcomes for people. Do you hear what I'm saying, right? So, so what happened, uh, what happened is that, uh, is that people now are, are, I'm driving on the side of the street. I see this woman. So what I did was I reached out and I decided to give and hundreds, thousands of people drive past there and look at her and turn their head the other way. Many of them are stoic. They believe that she got there because she didn't try hard enough. She got there because she must have done something. At that point, I didn't care so much about the reason why she's there, how she got there. I just cared that she's sitting on the side of the road knowing that she can't help herself. And at that point yesterday, it was 22 degrees. It was freezing butt cold. And to be standing on the side of the road was no joke. So if I could give her money that she could go buy herself, a cup of coffee and go sit somewhere warm, then I was going to do it. Do you see what I'm saying? That's that compassion thing that evolves out of Christianity. It's that looking at your fellow men and seeing that they have a need and fulfilling the need, regardless of how you think, regardless of what you think, regardless of how you feel. Stoicism, on the other hand, I have found belongs in the ivory towers of academia, people on, on university campuses, who write dissertations of 650 pages that nobody reads, but they make the New York Times bestsellers list. I kid you not, right? They encourage their, 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 their colleagues around the country to go buy their book. So it ramps up their New York Times bestsellers. All of a sudden, they're a New York Times bestseller when in fact, nobody is reading 650 pages, but they're published. That's where stoicism lands because to those people, all you need is reason, irrespective of whether they grew up attending services or not, irrespective of whether they grew up Jewish or they grew up Muslim or they grew up Christian with some kind of background in faith, they still are going to resort to what they believe as stoicism because now it's all about reason. I kid you not. I kid you not. So stoicism is based on reason and logic. I can reason this out. Stoicism says that you spend more bloody time in your head thinking and overthinking is it safe to say that stoicists people who are stoic are overthink yes they bloody well do they overthink and they have no parallels to reality they have no methodology to execute anything i kid you not i kid you not i have found that they don't know how to execute anything in real time you'll never find a stoic as an intel, as, as, as a businessman or as an entrepreneur, because first of all, they're going to sit there and reason this thing to the, to the ground. If Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos were stoic, they would never have achieved anything. If Elon Musk were a stoic, he would never be, he would never have achieved anything. Why? 
because a stoic just sits there and reason and reason and at the end of the day nothing gets done because by the time they finish reason they come up they think so much inside of their heads they spend so much time inside of their heads by the time they're done they come up with nothing all it is is a bunch of thoughts that they write on a page and other people similar to them celebrate it and before you know it you and I are in a mess Stoics are the reason why they shut down psychiatric hospitals. Some guy who was a Stanford professor determined that one hospital experience was so bad, they shut down psychiatric care across the country. Now we have a problem with homelessness. That was someone who reasoned that if you don't put people in a hospital, they're so bad that people who are mentally unwell should be released to the general public and created this whole diaspora of antidepressants that have done nothing to cure people. That's what Stoics do. Stoics reason. Stoics come up with ideas. None of it executable. I dare say that the people who determined that we should land on the moon were not Stoic. There were people who had faith. There were people who executed. There were people who not only were they logical thinkers, but they were backed up by people who said, but if you do this, this can be done. Stoicism has its place, but Stoicism should reside in intellectual backgrounds, in backgrounds where you can proliferate. You can, you, 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 you can just proliferate in those situations. You actually will blossom in those situations, but you have no real time no real time in what is current and in what is real time for people. Stoics are going to drive past that woman I saw on the street and reason why is she on the street. Perhaps a better thing to do rather than give her is to go find a shelter where you can put her. That's not answering her immediate need right now. A Stoic is likely to say, well, how did she get there? Let's examine her background. Let's try to figure out how and why she got there. Whereas a Christian is just like, that's a brother or sister who is in need. Let's go help them. I think we're going to have some stoics in Detroit in a minute because gun violence is, is, is at epidemic proportions. After we thought we had a bloody week on Wednesday night, they have been shooting each other up. Seven people were shot within 24 hours. I want a stoic to come and tell me how to reason that out because a stoic is going to tell me that those people lack hope and those people lack good fortune and perhaps if they were to sit down, they could possibly find a way out. No, those people are poor and poverty struck and are trading in drugs because of public policy that reduce the infrastructure so they have no opportunities for employment. Do you see what I'm saying? I would not want a stoic to be head of public policy any day. They are the people who create the endless meetings. Have you ever been in a meeting? I'm one of those persons when I'm going to a meeting, I'm like, what is on the agenda? What are we going to achieve? If it doesn't move, I am gone. I don't have time to sit there and listen to a loose bunch of intellectuals intellectualizing. I like action. What is the result? When I'm talking to folks, I, I have learned to temper myself because I want to get to the bottom line. What is the result? You know what they say about me? They say they don't like that. I can't, I don't have time to sit and listen to your BSing. I want to know what the result is going to be. But what people like is for you to sit down and listen to how deeply intellectual they are. I don't care. What I want to know is, is there a solution to this? Do you see what I'm saying?
Good morning. Who is this joining me? You like my outfit? You want to see my outfit? Oh, Lord. <laughs> right? Do you see what I'm saying? So let me give you a bigger screen. Can we see your outfit? You love your, you love my shirt and my hair. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Gavin. Gavinson. I haven't seen you in a while. Right? So do you see what I'm saying? So Stoics, Stoics, I'm just wearing, you don't want to see my full outfit. I'm wearing leggings. You don't want to see that. <laughs> right? So Stoics then, one of these days I'll stand actually. Maybe you'll like it more. Right? So Stoics then want us to intellectualize stuff. There's nothing wrong with good intellectualism. Maybe that's how man ended up on the moon because maybe a Stoic sat down and said, what if we could go to the moon? What if we could develop a trajectory that would take us to the moon? Maybe it was a Stoic who came up with that idea. As for me and the rest of us, we're like, well, you gotta fly there because you can't walk there so, and you can't jump. So develop a contraption that can make you fly and you'll be a winner. That's how the rest of us would see it, right? We have faith and the Stoic might argue that, well, faith is reason because you have to think about the divine because after all, that's part of Stoicism. They reason with the divine. Jesus never said, uh, come, uh, he did say at one point, come reason with me, but that's when he has an idea he wants you to know. <laughs> right? So a Stoic then is going to say, let's reason this out. Practical experience is, is not bearing that fact out. Practical experience is saying, come and reason with me. Let us find a way to solve the problems of humanity together. We have real problems in our world today. We have real issues. And whilst we welcome the dissertation of thinkers and thought leaders, at the same time, we want thoughts and ideas that are executable in real time. We have problems of poverty worldwide. We have problems of clean air worldwide. Our planet is significantly impacted by our modern way of life. We have problems with running water, clean running water. In many places of the world, there is running water, but it's water that is sewage. It's water that comes out of a sewer that people are, that are, are drinking. We have problems with people not being able to access employment people lacking opportunity. There's no in infrastructure, right? Yes, I'm on Instagram. I'm self-titled on Instagram, so I'm on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram. Thank you. I appreciate your feedback. Thank you, Gavin. It's been a while, right? Do you see what I'm saying? So Stoics help us to find some solutions to energy. Energy in many places of the world is not sustainable. Energy is expensive. Here in the United States, we're grateful that we have energy. Some people right now are struggling to keep their homes heated. It is cold. The weather here, I was reading something on my Instagram page this morning where someone from, from Russia was comparing the climate of Detroit to that of Northern Russia, where he comes from. I kid you not. He described the climate as very cool. I'm like, oh, you're comparing my climate to Northern Russia. So therefore we have problems with people are, are, are without heat, 
right? We're seeing homeless people in spaces where traditionally we've never seen homeless people before. That is as a result of the march of industry where profit is exalted above people. So I would like some Stoics to come and reason with me and show me how we can overcome these barriers. I'm going somewhere with this. You're going to love this. You're really going to love this one, right? I, I, I want to hear from some Stoics. Thank you. Right? <laughs> because a lot of people believe that they, I, I've noticed that a lot of people and a lot of people who are industrialists, right? When I say industrialists, people who have industry, a lot of people who are industrialists are stoic. They say that you don't need faith. I mean, wasn't it Ted Turner, the guy who started CNN, remember him some years ago? He said, Christianity is for losers. And there are people today who are saying that Christianity is a, is a form of mental slavery. I'm just telling you what people are saying. And especially in the black community, there are some thinkers who say that practicing Christianity is the white man's God, is the white man's way of keeping other black people mentally enslaved. There is some truth to that because they're going to tell you don't fight back because when they do something that's bad, they're telling you, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah. They're going to tell you that after they have already done all the hurt. So it's up to you to choose. You have to be able to discern. Is that coming from the divine or is that some guy's idea that he wants to keep me mentally enslaved? I think most of us, when we go to church, we're not actively thinking. We kind of just sit there and whatever they say, you just let it flow into you. And if you were to employ your own thinking and your own reason and logic, as the Stoics say, then you will come to a place where you reject some parts of what they say that is not coming from the divine, but you will keep some parts of what they say that is coming from the divine. That's the parallel between Stoicism and, and Christianity. The fact that both methods, both uh, teachings employ some level of the individual being able to reason. That's good. But don't take that reasoning so far that you're going to reason out why people end up in bad situations. And that if they just think these things through, then you can overcome. It doesn't work for everyone. It's based on the color of your skin. It's based on where you come from. It's based on who you associate with, but it's primarily based on the color of your skin. Years ago, I'm going to tell you this truth. Uh, 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 years ago, oh, it's about 10, 12 inches long. Years ago, uh, a, a guy from the Middle East said to me, why is it that wherever you go in the world, black people are poor? Interesting idea. I didn't have to think about the answer. I said, because historically black people have always been the one the white man kept poor. And I'm like, Africa, anybody? History? And he thought about it. I said, you're a brown person. Traditionally, your people are not rich. You come to the U.S. and use your entrepreneurship and enterprise. And you come to Europe and you make it. But in your country, most people like you, what are they like? And he had to think about that for a second. Right? He's, and he's, he's of a different faith. He's Muslim. Right? But it just goes to show you how perception right, overrides what people think. I, I kid you not, the, only, the parallel I see between Stoicism and Christianity is the fact that if you employ your reasoning ability and if you think about stuff, then you might arrive at a conclusion, at a logical conclusion. 
However, that's where the two bodies of thought differ. Most Christians today have been trained not to think. The preacher says, I do all the thinking for you. So Christianity as a body of thought is propagated, promulgated by going into a house of worship, an assembly, right? A worship center, whether it's called a church, a gathering, a cathedral, a sanctuary, right? And you listen to someone expound on his idea. That's his idea. He uses the scriptures as a backing for expounding on his ideas. But you, the listener, should employ your own reasoning and logic. It's much the same way if you go to a lecture or if you were to come and hear me speak, you're going to hear me uh, expound on ideas, but you are going to employ your own reasoning and logic to it, right? Sincerely, sure, right? Well, it's the same thing Christians should employ and think about when they go into houses of worship and worship centers and cathedrals, whether they call it a cathedral or whatever, right? We're not examining other faiths, so I'm not going to reference their the names of their worship centers, right? But so we should think, you should reason. In fact, it is written in the scriptures, come reason with me. We don't spend as much time thinking. If, if, the, if, the, if the preacher comes to you and it's giving you an idea and he gives you the scripture, you should go home and meditate on that scripture. You should read it for yourself and you should meditate on it. You shouldn't just accept just his expository alone. You should also read it. For instance, when I go out to speak, if I'm speaking in a worship center, I use a scripture as my backing, right? And in using my scripture as my backing, I'm sort of like an expository teacher. So I give you the scripture and we back it up. We back up your everyday situations with the scripture, right? Draw the parallels. So in a way you could say, you're gonna say that, but Harriet, you sound like you're a stoic because you reason and you find you arrive at a logical conclusion. The difference is I'm backed by faith. I'm backed by love and compassion. Do you see what I'm saying? I went somewhere to speak uh, recently. And when I was done, the, the pastor's wife came to me and told me that I was so gracious and that my delivery was, was, was cloaked in love and grace. I'm grateful for that because sometimes people come and they bring all the fire and all the brimstone and everybody is consumed by their unholy wrath. That's not love and compassion. Sometimes, and I think it's humbling. Yeah, there's a level of humility in Christianity that I probably don't see in Stoics, in Stoicism. Because there's a level of humility in Christianity that keeps you focused on the main goal. It makes no sense to me that I go out to talk to people and they can't relate to what I say. If they don't find themselves inside of that story, then I have not delivered. As a communicator, that is important to me. For some others, they just want to see the hoops and the shouts and they're good. But as a communicator, I want to make sure that you can see yourself resident in my thinking. I'm exposing you to how I think and how I reason. And that, my friends, is the difference. Now, 
I'm, I kid you not, I, I'm going to be honest with you. We probably need a lot more thinkers today. We probably need people who reason more today. I dare say a generation or so ago, we were more successful because people actually thought about what they're going to say or what they're going to do. Now people just tend to just do. People make willy-nilly decisions about their lives without thinking about it. People, I have learned to temper my reactions. I have learned that it's more important to think about stuff than to simply just wait for it.